So I'm really blessing my friend, Kelly Beard, who I've known for at least 15 years, maybe more. And she's got this amazing ability, as most of you know, to help us understand the energies that are working with us at this pivotal time on Earth. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing your, um, what you have to tell us, Kelly. So come on in and let's um, be together in that process too. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. Thank you, darling. Yes, and I can co-sign on much of what you've said. You've already told them everything I want to tell them. <laughs> but now I'm going to say it in a different language. And then when she does the meditation, it's going to really lock in, everyone. So we, this is, like I said before, we started the recording one of our High Holy Days. And when Shanta and I have the most fun getting together, we have walked through many portals together over the years. Yes, more than 15. But this is very special and we do it every year and I for one can also anchor the magic that I initiated with 12 12 2019 it was a full moon and eclipse energy going on with the Gemini Sag eclipses which is a little bit of a backdrop to everything we're going to talk about tonight but this portal is something that we do on a daily basis when we see the alignments in our world, but it's a practice that we've done over the years that has been so helpful in shedding our skins and releasing past lives and letting go of any um, residual energetic debris that doesn't belong at our higher levels. Like when you start to refine your own frequency, things drop off you know it just you lighten up and you rise that's just the nature of frequency how it works so the idea is to do as much as you can as often as you can to stay in alignment or put yourself back in alignment and to raise the vibration anytime we're hitting the wall on certain things or moving through darkness as she said with you know it's unavoidable so you have to have a practice or something in your back pocket that helps you get through it because it's not a permanent condition, but it is a pretty regular one. So we do, we are definitely activating all our practices and tools and everything that we've ever learned along the way. And some stuff's working, some stuff's not, but that's okay. That's when you, you have to follow your own intuition. And that's another piece that you gain as you let go of things that are basically non-essential. Everything that's being taken away or stripped of us right now, and I can just reassure you over and over, as tough as Pluto is or as wild as Uranus is, it still never takes away your essential self. It never takes away anything that is meant to be in your life, your personality, your purpose in the world, your path in the world, none of that. Whatever is really for your highest good and part of your essential path and and what you came into this embodiment to experience and to master, they never take that away. In fact, everything they do is to enhance that and bring that out. So that's one of the ways that we co-create with the planetary cycles because they all do actually coincide with life cycles that we can tie to psychology all day long. And this is where I've learned to track both <laughs> and, and our own evolutions along the way. And so the energetic support surrounding our 1111 portal this year is very special and something near and dear to my heart is the larger cycles and something I got really into in the late 90s 
And I think I was a little ahead of my time because a lot of my friends were like, that's too much, that's too big. 84 years or 165 years is a Neptune cycle, 84 years is a Uranus cycle, um, Pluto's 248 years. So those are big stretches of time that shift our world. And so the other reassuring piece is that we've all survived it over and over, many of these. You know, and the oldest cultures in the world have survived this kind of rebirth that America in particular is having its only first one. This is like a one-year-old baby in, in the world of uh, countries, let's say, <clears throat> whereas Ethiopia or Greece is the one that everyone can measure about 6,000 years. That means 24 rebirths have happened in that 6,000-year period. And so it is a magical time to be here and to have chosen to embody and to contribute at this time your light and your love and your compassion and, a, and what balance you are able to maintain within your system is a contribution to the whole planet rebalancing. And we are moving toward the light. We are rising in the vibration in terms of earth itself. So there's this larger earthly evolution going on that, again, our little human lifespans don't, it's, it's hard for us to see it. It's hard for us to get back far enough to see it. But this is totally on time and organic and natural, and we've survived this big one too before. So for tonight, I would just like to lay on the table a quickie overview of the energetics surrounding our day. And then I also had a, a really powerful reading come through in terms of pulling cards, which I used the Vision Quest Tarot, which is um, a Native American deck. And I will get that to everyone, but we were going to touch on the support that we have for the planetary cycles that we're renewing at this time. And just your mere awareness is a prayer to, for our earth and for our, us transcending these levels and making it through the portal to the next level and being able to anchor a new, basically a new level of existence. And again, with closing out the year, yes, we do this every year. Yes, we tune into the ancestors at this time and call in their assistance and protection every year. But this is more than a one-year thing. This is a decade and beyond. This is, you know, this is a century and beyond. This is actually multiple centuries that we're renewing right now that we do know, uh, you know, somewhat of the history and enough of the history to know we want to do it a different way. Let's put it that way. And so I want you to consider 2020, even for as challenging as it's been, a process of stripping your thoughts and emotions that get in the way of your higher frequency being able to be established and maintained. And so this most recent Mercury retrograde that we went through, um, when we do that, we do it three to four times a year. So I tell everyone to be prepared to allow your mental body to have a break three to four times a year, not too much to ask. This one went through Libra Scorpio. So we went deep into our Scorpio realms where we've been wounded or violated or you know, misused our own power in various ways cleared up those toxic ideas, thoughts, and concepts that are not serving us anymore, moved forward in Libra to reestablish balance, collaboration, exchange, and doing this at a whole new level because we've been purified and let go of ideas and thoughts that just are not going to work. And that's okay because it had to clear space for these miracles to happen, which I have talked about all year long as well. 
We have some very special alignments that I'm going to touch on now, but I can also link you to details for those of you that want the details. Uh, this is a powerful portal we're in exactly 11-11, 11-12, 11-13, 11-15, like the next several days. So no matter when you get, you know, for those of you listening to the recording on the back end or catching this a little later, the whole month is our window. Don't even get it twisted. Just do what you can when you can. And if you can do it at 11-11 in the morning or 11-11 at night when you see it, then that's great too. That's amazing. And when you can warp things into the new moons and full moons and the timings work, that's great. But right now we have a pretty juicy energetic window to play with. And consider the whole thing a conception point. We are conceiving our new existence. We're conceiving what we want on the other side, which is what we want to just, I'm going to plant a few seeds, and then the meditation is going to help us anchor the vision of what that is. So we have that new fresh consciousness that Mercury Retrograde has just brought us forward into. We've just come through the Scorpio Gate of Power, which is the cross quarter in the midpoint between fall equinox and winter solstice. And this winter solstice is one of those magical alignments we're going to talk about. So this is the halfway point, and you want to check in with your harvest and how are things going and where are you at. And a lot of the energy and even the guidance that we got speaks to the self-inventory that needs to take place right now to give yourself permission to pull back into that cocoon because we are dissolving. It is very real, and it's very true, and it's not a bad thing it's just a little challenging to move through and keep functioning in our 3D lives, right? So creating space for yourself to have intentional solitude and a safe space to explore your own deeper parts, you know, because that's where we're calling it up from the soul level. That Scorpio's energy is the energy of creation and therefore karma, but it's our soul that wants a voice, wants a vote, wants to contribute to, let's say, the vision that we're seeding tonight. As we move through and invite the ancestors, our angels and animal spirit guides and totems to support us in this transition and in this evolution, as we do allow our frequency to rise and lighten up and get to this new space and then, and then anchor there, you know, that is really powerful to have their support. And I want you to picture three rings of benevolent, loving, well, whole ancestors, your DNA line which is obviously your bloodline, your affinity ancestors, which are those who have passed on that you resonate with, which could be artists or musicians or people you know or other extended family members, and the long line all the way back. So we invite those three rings of benevolent souls to protect us in these evolutions and at these times, and you see that light infused, and it's a lot easier to fortify at this time and that's what we're doing. That's what we do every, with every meditation that we do. On, we're here 11-11. Tomorrow on 11-12 is the Jupiter-Pluto alignment, which is allowing us to birth a whole new truth and story and a belief system. So we get to believe something new is possible on the other side of this. And because of the bigger cycles, we're calling in that Aquarian age as well, where we are sovereign beings and individuals who can take care of ourselves but also take care of everyone. We, we're, we know that we're part of something bigger now and we have to operate as individuals in a different way. And it's, again, it's not a bad thing. There's no good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just the evolution of humanity 
that some people have seen coming for a very long time, and we've done the best we could to prepare to prepare ourselves and you guys as well as we go, as we go, doing the best we can as humans that just woke up to, you know, just got the memo, just realized what this evolution really means. So we're birthing a new story tomorrow. Then Friday the 13th, which is Venus's day, the sacred feminine, a very powerful day for Mars to go forward in Aries. So we have this huge renewal of the sacred masculine, which is the part of us that can negotiate on our own behalf, get our ideas in the world, and hold good boundaries. Both men and women have to have these components to complement their feminine, which is the receiver and the receptive and the container and the part that contains, nurtures, and protects what we're creating. And so, again, with the conception point, now we've been cleared of who you are and what you want has been renewed. We know that we have to do certain things for ourselves because the bigger structures are reorganizing. They have to, we're dreaming up the new forms that are going to be so much better for the people locally. You know, it's that whole thing to act local, think global. We, want, we know that that's going to have that effect. And so we're recalibrating this new age and the tools that we need to actually stay together, live together, and become the stewards of the earth that we were born to be. That's all being rebirthed and is woven in with some of our planetary rebirths too. But that Friday the 13th, everyone can breathe a sigh of relief because Mars going forward also does lift the restrictions on certain actions and choices. There's still very much a shadow all the way to January, so pump your brakes, don't get too excited. But at the same time, the turnabouts and the reversals that we've experienced for the whole year of 2020, uh, we can start to understand better and we can start to know what we can actually move forward with and on. And so that alone is going to be helpful Friday. Then we, you know, Saturday energetically is the dark of moon leading to the super new moon in Scorpio. That's the most potent time to plant your seeds in a lunar cycle. And it is the dark of moon. It's the void. It's all seeds germinate in the darkness. And then you put Scorpio on top of it. And it's the void in the center of creation, the galaxy, all of it. It's the original, original intent that we're getting back to. So any purification energies that you want to do, clearing with fire and water are very useful um, for releasing permanently. All of this is very permanent release. We don't even have to think about some of this stuff ever again because it's just non-applicable <laughs> at the new levels in the new ways. And so then I want to say that all we're doing this week and next week, let's say for the next two to three weeks from 11-11, so um, all that we're doing in the next couple of days, couple of weeks, is preparation for Gemini Sag eclipses. So these two are tied to bigger cycles of humanity rising in their consciousness. And we could be here for hours with me citing chapter and verse of why this is true, but just trust me. <laughs> and check my YouTube channel for, you know, other posts that I've talked about these things. But it's very important that we recognize, again, just having your awareness or setting the intention. At the moment a prayer is given, a prayer is received. There is no time in God. There is no lapse in that. So let's trust that if we just hold that vision of 
the highest possible rebirth we can do in this crazy world that is crumbling in its in some of its places, but it's also sprouting brilliantly in other places that are very necessary for the earth to thrive and prosper. So we have to open our consciousness. Gemini Sad is what we believe to be true and the story we tell ourselves with all the information we gather. And it's how we process our lives and and believe in ourselves in a certain way. It, it's, you know, you start to have certain experiences and you start to believe certain things are possible. Then something comes along to crack you open to a whole new possibility that you never considered. That's what we're going through right now. And it's a powerful thing to, let's say, do that C point before we get to the eclipses because eclipses do bring natural change. Like there's an inevitable change when eclipses start happening and the patterns are bigger. They're, they're, in tune, they're attuned to more of a 9 and 18 year cycle. So we want to think back to 2012 was the last time we had Gen- uh, Gemini Sag eclipses. And then I can't think back for 9 would be 03, 02, 03. Yeah, because 01 was Cancer Capricorn when we had September 11th. And that rocked everybody's foundations just like 2020 has in terms of home and work being completely reorganized. And then we had to birth a whole new consciousness out of that. Well, this is a full 20-year cycle where we're at now. So that's another thing to keep in mind with this rebirth of consciousness and awakenings that are going on. And Shanta and I talked about, you know, that this was the alignment that she was curious about is the Saturn-Pluto alignment that happened January 12th. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. That's too close to 111 for me. <laughs> so just like we're here on 1111 before our activation on the 12th, it was the same thing in the beginning of the year. And Saturn is our reality and purpose. It's our definitions of reality. It's everything that we are choose to be responsible for and choose to make manifest and bring into form in life. And it got together with Pluto, which it only does every 30 years. And beyond that, in Capricorn, only every 250 years. So that's the piece that's big, and that's the piece that's related to America specifically, is that we are reversing the reality here. And in so many ways, because there are enough awakened people, we have to clear that karma of how we were birthed. All the trauma around birthing this country that I am going to stand on for freedom and justice for all. You know, everyone here gets a chance to exist and have their own consciousness not be violated. And we are calling in this level of peace and harmony, which is also supported by our new moon chart, by the way, to do the beauty way, to do the beauty way and balance, beauty and balance. It's Venus in Libra. She's so powerful there in the second house, which is the Taurus house, like that triple power of the feminine to call in the new values and priorities through this Scorpio super new moon, which a super moon is in more alignment and closer to the earth, and that pull is that much stronger. So we're resetting the reality, and on a personal level, we can tap in. That's social and collective planets that are moving around this year that are bringing all these big things into our awareness as well. But as individuals, we can tap into those energies and let them do the heavy lifting. So what they're clearing out on the big levels, we can release on our individual levels effortlessly and let go and let God. It is all good. We don't need it anymore. It's like crossing a bridge that disintegrates behind you, not because anything bad was back there, but because there's nothing of value back there. You don't have to go back there. This is one way. We're going rising. That's it. 
And so this reality that we're calling in, Capricorn is the council of grandmothers or the council of elders. So we're calling that feminine perspective back in, that ability to know what is best for the whole unit and the whole community and the whole tribe, the whole planet, Mother Earth herself, you know, on out. So this is the reality receding. The last time it did this was actually 500 years ago, the 1500s was the last time Saturn and Pluto did their thing together in Capricorn. And that's a big time of the slave trade and things. So that's another thing that can be completely flushed. We don't need it. We never did. Let's clean that up. And again, call in the blessings of the ancestors who can help us, the well ancestors that want to see that healing done and to find a new way to be collaborative, to work together and partner with Earth and each other to do better. That's the reality we're claiming because we have the consciousness, we have the technology, we have the wisdom, okay? Just because we got big dummies running stuff doesn't mean that there aren't really super intelligent other people working on their, in different ways to make sure Mother's okay. So we can call that in as well. The miracles three times this year, February, July, and October. So I'm encouraging everyone to try to count your miracles, however big or small, because we have had some miracles. If you're with us tonight and you survived the year and you're still here with us, it is, you've, you've got some miracles to count. So just look at the evolution of your faith and your belief system and what you used to believe before 2020 and what you're willing to believe after is a really big part of rewiring the consciousness and getting new neural pathways cooking up in there because we have some habitual thinking that's not going to serve us in the higher frequency. So, you know, do what you can to call in those miracles, remember them, connect, and know that when we're in it, it's hard to see what's what. But once the year is over and then all this wraps up, January to March of the new year is going to feel like a completely new vibration. And that's what we're preparing our bodies, minds, and spirits for, is to handle that new vibration that's possible. And then we had the birth of the new truth and story, what's going on tomorrow, that on the 12th with Jupiter and Pluto, happened in April, July, and now November. So if you can feel where you could just... You just know that you have um, been awakened to a new level of consciousness that you just can't go back to sleep. You can't unknow what you know, can't unsee what you've seen, and now we have to take what we have known and seen this year and, and compost what we can into something brilliant and wonderful and that and nourishing, you know, and supportive and protective. But we've been birthed in this story all year. So think of it as a year-long process with Jupiter because that's how long it takes. And think of it as, again, just once in a long, long time in terms of it being Capricorn. Now, the other thing I love about this preceding energy, if we do the Scorpio conception and then we shift to see all that Capricorn energy that's going on where the structures and the, um, the things that we really weave us together and connect us in the bigger way, there at the end of their cycles, rebirthing at the end of this year in Aquarius. And that's where we leave the old traditional Capricorn ways behind and step up and into radically new, wildly different Aquarian possibilities that are possible for all of us. So in spring equinox, we got a little taste of Saturn dipping its toe into Aquarius, but then it went back into Capricorn to finish things up. And so... The guidance that I pulled is 
is so supportive of, again, the seed planting that we're doing on these grander scales. So December 17th, going forward, Saturn moves into Aquarius. Two days later, Jupiter moves into Aquarius. Two days later is our winter solstice when they align for the new reality and purpose. That one, just like the one in the beginning of the year in January, was 500 years. This one's been about 700 years since we've had this energy or access to it. Like, that's what I mean is we have access to new energy and yes, the cycles are repeating and those are the same and they do that over and over and over. But what's different is the sky pattern. Everyone else is in different places, including us, including life and humans. So we can respond in new ways. We can do this a different way. And that's what we're calling in on an individual level. We're calling in that ability to be free and responsible for ourselves. You know, to the degree you can be responsible will be the degree of freedom you're allowed to have, point blank. That's just how life works. But we're also calling in this new social order. So what's our place in the, what's our new place in the tribe or in the community and going forward? So I pulled one card for each thing. The card for 1111 portal was courage. So we have to have the courage to step up to our new level, absolutely. The Scorpio Super New Moon, I got Initiation, which is Vision Quest. And in traditional tarot, it's the Hangman. But we are definitely being initiated. Mars going direct, I pulled Father Fire, which is Charismatic Visionary. Again, with the masculine, Father Fire. It's so powerful. Mars going forward in Aries. It was so on time. And it's what we're calling forth. The beauty of Mars and Aries, which it hasn't done since 1988, we've had 32 years, for it to move through all 12 expressions of masculine and start fresh and new. We are so ready for the, the masculine to be expressed in a new way. And with Chiron living in Aries at this time for a good nine years, it's healing and educating us on our sacred masculine. So let's take that in and, and feed it into the vision of what's going forward for Mars to now express 12 new ways of the sacred masculine at this higher frequency. The Saturn-Pluto alignment is the new reality and new purpose. I got self-actualization, daughter of fire. So this is our utter transformation of us individually. And remember, with Saturn, your cells slough off every seven years. You can renew your cellular makeup. We are regenerative creatures. We're just not as fast as other ones. Other creatures can grow their limbs back faster than we can. But we can do it too. And right now, that's part of walking through this portal is leaving some things behind. The Jupiter-Pluto alignment is the new truth, story, and belief system. I got Father Air, which is mental strength. We absolutely need this. We need the clarity and the mental strength to keep our consciousness right, to keep it correct and balanced and open and evolving and not stuck or blocked in any way. So that mental strength, think of how fragile people are right now, that they can't even hear somebody else's opinion. And, 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 they, and how much stuff is getting taken all kinds of wrong ways because they don't have just the simple mental strength in their individuality. So we definitely want to call that in. Saturn moving into Aquarius, first time in 28 years, will be there for two and a half, which means we're all going to learn over the next two and a half years how to integrate this freedom and humanity piece and we're part of one big world thing is going to be a process. But we're doing it. It's no problem. I pulled Daughter of Air, 
self-liberation. We have to liberate ourselves. This is your reality is whatever you make it. Your truth is whatever you tell yourself it is. If you believe it, it becomes true for you. So that's what we call in as often as we possibly can is a higher vision than our little narrow human minds can conceive of. We're so beyond all that. And if you're just open and receptive and you have your boundaries good, you know, higher self filters everything first, no non-essential, no darkness gets in. This is how we work to keep our, our Merkabas clean as well. That's our reality. So the self-liberation is a new idea that you've got to do it yourself. The Jupiter in Aquarius is once in 12 years. That's going to spend a year expanding our consciousness. And I pulled Mother Air, which is self-awareness. So we're going to become so aware of our individual peace and contribution to this larger community and whole that we're part of. And tonight we call that higher level in for everyone. Everyone deserves to rise, whether they are conscious of it or not, or with us tonight physically or not. We are holding our circles, which are so vast. We are worldwide, Shanta and I, for sure. And all ethnic backgrounds, all belief systems, nothing we're doing is violating any religious beliefs. This is all energy and vibration. And we are just rising up and allowing the sloughing off to be okay. We're very supported all the way through. And so I'm going to call Shanta back and say that I will put more details in for uh, this and I have details on the new moon and I have the reading that I will put in the post called goodies. So Shanta can come on back. <laughs> 